Audio morning brief for the U.S. stock market. I'm Rich Paz for Critical Point, 8.01 a.m. Eastern Time, January 12th. Okay, last night, or first of all, yesterday, uh, the market went down, what some might have said sharply, uh, over the worries of the CPI news, the S&P 500 dropping 40 points. Then it recovered um, and went to a New high compared to last year's high for the cash market, but it did not do it in the future. So there was a little bit of a disagreement there between those market sectors. And then it backed off again, but by the end of the day, it rebounded from most of yesterday's drop. And so by the end of the day, it didn't look like all that serious. However, after the close, people were saying there was more selling than buying when you look at volume. Okay, so they were a little suspicious of the late rebound going to close, whether or not to trust it, some were saying they were still going to write it off as not uh, as perhaps a negative day, even though it practically closed unchanged. Okay, um, some indexes were up, some were just a little bit lower. Now overnight, uh, they started to trade off to the downside because of news of U.S. and Britain uh, doing some bombing or military actions in Yemen and over the Houthi business and the canal and our export or the global export trade business and so i think some thought that's an escalation of this middle east complications and problems and events and uh, oil firmed up a little bit as well but really look at oil hasn't done anything for quite a while and yes i'm expecting higher oil prices looking out in the summer and i can expect them near term even but i'm not expecting any serious run-up so frankly, I'd rather discount the geopolitical stuff and say it's not all that important, but the futures market, at least the day traders during the night, had something to trade and they got away with it. They moved the market lower. All right, now, then this morning we get news that Bank America and J.P. Morgan didn't do that well for the fourth quarter. Uh, I forget the numbers and I'm not an individual stock type trader, but I'm sure it concerns some that the overall banking community didn't do so well, and it has been the laggard, if you will, uh, on our scenario of being long-term bullish. So that can hurt uh, our upside potential here a little bit, but for the moment, I don't think it's all that big of a deal because we should actually find several businesses didn't do well in the fourth quarter because normally the economy does cool off in the fourth quarter compared to the second and third quarter. And in the first quarter, sometimes is rather cool, or it starts out that way, but then ends as a rebound as we seasonally build our economy in spring, summer, and maybe even into the fall, but then bring it down in the fall on into winter, okay? So to me, this is normal behavior, but I'm not convinced the market knows that. So um, the market may make a big deal, and we do have other earnings coming from what I understand now into next week. Uh, that may cause some issues here of where we're going for the market. Now, where are we going for the market? Well, the model is saying yesterday could have been a level three top. That's your monthly type top, sell signal, if you will. And the trend can be down into next Wednesday on into early the following week. Okay, so next week could be down. It may only be down a couple of days, something like that. But... The model is saying we really just met minimum requirements, and as we keep reviewing and run the model a few times, we can see there's a few little discrepancies, some things that might suggest, no, it really hasn't topped or should not have. And that's my subjective or gut feeling. 
is it really should not have topped yet, all right? But if you look at the overnight trade, it's really a narrow range, looks kind of quiet, and it's inside of yesterday's range of the lowest price to the highest price, and we call that an inside day. So some traders may be looking for it to break out from uh, either below the low of yesterday to be bearish or uh, above yesterday's high to be bullish. And in the meantime, they may just be waiting for either news to get them off the fence or wait for the market, wait somebody else to move the market and then follow with them. Now, the market's also uh, hovering the five-day average on the uh, futures overnight. And so it's a pivot point where they're trying to decide which way do we go. And that has to do with this inside uh, day business here. Now, the daily indicator is bearish as of this morning on the futures, not quite there on the cash. And when I look at the cash chart, I actually like what it did. They knocked it down to five-day averages, 20-day moving averages, then brought it almost all the way back up. And during the day, they actually took it higher than last year, uh, which was nice. And I realized some would be looking at that pattern where the close is near the opening price. And they might call that a doji, I believe, on candlestick charting. Um, and the cash, it looks more like a hammer to me, frankly. But on the futures, it looks more like what they would call doji. Well, some people might be concerned that's a sign of a top. But I've noticed times that it's really just a reflection point within an uptrend, okay? And you can turn that pattern upside down, by the way, and use it for bottoms and bearish signals or whatever. Um, so I don't know what to make of that pattern, but I'm convinced some are really considering what actually happened yesterday and, and may get a little more serious or aggressive here at doing something. But again, they may not do it until it takes out uh, the lower high of yesterday. So in the futures market, uh, that low is 47.72 and three quarters, and the high is 48.38. Now, um, in terms of being confident of picking a level three top, now I really can't do it. The model is saying you met the minimum requirements and may do it, but even the model's not showing, it's, it's not aggressive here. It's not trying to be a, a true timer and pick it. Um, so I think what's going on is the model will probably say uh, we have a level three top in place if it takes out yesterday's low. Even if it rebounds some, it'll probably say, keep going with that idea. It's time for a level three pullback, okay? But in the meantime, I think the, what the model's suggesting here is actually give it a chance to move higher. And then I bring my own personal experience and how I'm reading this news and indicators, uh, I feel subjective to say, yeah, I'd, I'd feel better if they bounce at least one more time into early next week and, and maybe even more, and then we'll have that level three decline. So I have no sell signal here warning you it may have topped, warning I don't particularly care for the news yesterday and today that could be working against me of trying to be optimistic or bullish here. Uh, things can go wrong for that bullish stance, okay? Now, there's also people who are coming out, and some of them have been very long-term type bulls for many, many years, and they're willing to ride things out, but I was rather surprised towards the end of last year they said, 
we might see the slowest upside performance early this year and the best upside performances late in the year. And they even said we might have to have some consolidation and corrections early in the year. One of those famous people come out and said he, has, he is going in a direction. This market may actually go down for a few months or more likely sideways. Uh, that's not the best forecast on my end, but I, I'm understanding things could stall out for a little while here and it may not work that well for me going into February, but it still points that even if for some reason this market wanted to go down now into March, it would still bounce in February. It just wouldn't bounce as high as we would like, but it's staying, you're still gonna get the bounce. So I gotta stay with the forecast to be bullish February, maybe into late February to early March. And, you know, I've, I've warned you all along with the larger level two downtrend that was due at the end of last year into this month, that we may get a wave of selling right at the start of this month, a little rebound by mid-month, and we've kind of seen that, and we may get another wave of selling taking us all the way down or lower still ahead of the Federal Reserve meeting at the end of the month. We may still get that, but I've been maybe a bit hopeful here that that wave of selling coming in the next one and a half weeks or something is only going to retrace some of the up move from January 5th that we're just stalling out and preparing for the Fed Reserve. And then I think after the Fed Reserve, they'll take it higher. Now, how about the inflation? Because the market is a, was yesterday concerned over inflation and may still be. I'm surprised the media, in a way I'm not surprised either, um, they're calling it a hotter uh, CPI inflation. Well, Bloomberg put out a chart on their main webpage of inflation. I don't know if it's still up or not. And it shows, yes, the headline inflation ticked up from the prior month, but it's really just moving sideways over the past few months, and it's down a huge amount from last year. So I'm thinking, who cares that it ticked up? That, to me, that's meaningless information. It didn't tick up enough. But it certainly ticked up some for some to sell the market. Okay, and to start once again talking about how things can go wrong for us for a long time. Um, and then I'm rather surprised that when you look at the core inflation on that chart, that the core inflation was actually lower. It moved lower. And you can see it's better holding that trend. It was moving down while uh, in recent months while the headline was moving sideways, so to speak. Okay. And so we're gaining on core, but what's fascinating is it seems like for 12 months now, the marketplace has been more concerned about core inflation than headline inflation. So why yesterday get all excited about headline inflation and not the core? And they are talking about core and they are admitting, yes, it went lower, it's working, but yet they want to make a big deal out of that headline. So I think there's an overreaction to this whole inflation thing. But I got to warn you, it may be the best news, along with all the other little news, the geopolitics, the banks, this and that, to actually put in a level three top and the market goes lower. And right today, I can't get off the fence. I can't say it's going lower. Okay. Um, we just have to watch yesterday's low. And if it takes it out, even if it's going to immediately bounce, I think we want to go with the idea it's going lower. Okay. And likewise, if we take out yesterday's high, then we know the level three trend is extending up. The top is not yet in place, and we know it doesn't have to show up to next week. So we still can get 
that upside. Now, for those of you watching the S&P uh, 500, by the way, if it takes out yesterday, how much downside? I would be concerned it can go back to 4,700. That would be disappointing, but it wouldn't be, it's, it would have nothing to do with our long-term bullish forecast, and it would still call that we're going to get a bounce in February. We're just going to start a little later than we wanted and a little lower than we wanted, and that may mean a sign of not so much upside. But anyway, in the cash market, I like what I see in the cash chart. I think that looks fantastic, frankly. But I am concerned of this weakness today and some of this news development. But if it trades below 4739.58, yes, you should consider it's probably gonna might go back to 4700 lower, might take out the January 5th low at 4682.11, but I don't think so. But it might. And all it's gonna be is we're in sluggishness, muddiness here. And in February, the market should go up anyways. Now, if it trades above yesterday's high at 4798.46, and that was one of my targets, I believe, or objectives or a price level to watch, if it can take that out, I think it should take out the record high at 48.18. And I still believe looking out 30 days is a chance to go to 48.67. But I am now aware that we've got some of these bulls backing off a little, saying, you mean we may not do much of anything. Uh, for a while here yet, but they're still bullish and even more so uh, for the year. So hopefully this gives you a few clues of some of the problems, complications we can have into next week, some of the things that might go right or wrong here for us. But what's my best stance as of this morning? And I may be wrong on it. My best stance is a little more up here than a pullback. And then we need to see how it uh, coasts into the end of the month for the Federal Reserve. But I think one way or the other, they're going to be buying stocks in February. Now, how does interest rates play a role in this? Uh, even though I believe interest rates are decoupled, keep in mind when I say decoupled, and I probably shouldn't use that term anymore, uh, really all we're trying to do is get back to the normal relationship. The stock market has always monitored interest rates, but they normally just monitor it. It's not as big a deal as it's been uh, uh, say over the last 12, 24 months here. And so I, what I'm suggesting is we just get back to a normal relationship where we don't have to worry about every little fluctuation in interest rates. At any rate, um, the model is split on where we're going into next week for interest rates, <clears throat> uh, unfortunately. And so we just have to watch recent little highs and lows and bond prices and the same for interest rates to give us a clue what kind of breakout, what kind of flow they want to do. My preference is rates are going to ease back a little bit into next week, okay? But I can see, I can be wrong and be the opposite. If it rains kind of quiet, then I think the stock market can do whatever it wants. If it goes lower sharply, I'm not convinced they'll buy stocks. It's interesting how sometimes they almost don't want to see that. But ideally, they should buy stocks. If interest rates go up quickly, however, I think they will sell stocks okay so we have to keep an eye on that as well but for the moment uh i think i've got to give it a chance that interest rates aren't going to cause much of a problem here even though uh they did drop interest rates last year too much and i fully understand why they've got to rebound a bit and then move sideways a bit and wait on um some uh further information here and they're going to have to wait on the Federal Reserve. And already somebody come out of the Federal Reserve saying March might be too soon uh, to cut rates. And I've been thinking May, June, 
and that's what other people are talking about. I would appreciate them cutting them in March. I think they probably should uh, move sooner, but uh, I suspect they're going to wait, especially after this inflation report. But again, I think everybody's overreacting to this uh, inflation data. All right, um, I'm ready to wrap up here, and I just noticed on CNBC, breaking news, Citigroup post $1.8 billion fourth quarter loss after litany of charges. Um, so now we have three of the major banks. There may be others. Uh, and there can be some fallout of some of those banks that took over banks last year during that miniature banking crisis. Um, I, that may weigh in the market and be yet another factor to start bringing uh, the futures down. Right at the moment, the futures are only off 12. They've been there for a while, okay? Um, so we'll see where we go with it. My gut feeling is the market ought to move higher into next week, the stock market that is, and interest rates back off. But I'm just warning you, we're already meeting some requirements when the exact opposite uh, can occur into next week. But again, I don't think anything major is going to occur here for a problem for us. I think we really need to stay focused that it's going to be up in February and then probably down in March and then up yet again. And we want to stay focused that this is going to be an up year one way or the other for the U.S. stock market. And I think interest rates eventually move lower and the Federal Reserve lowers its rates uh, throughout the year. Dollar's doing nothing. It's like stuck there and doesn't know what to do and doesn't really care. I don't think it's really saying it's got an issue that it has to study things. I just don't think it really wants to to do anything. Bitcoin's backed off, off uh, with its explosion there on the news of ETFs but I think it's probably going to move up some. And I don't think gold's doing anything as, as well. Uh, so um, uh, that's your wrap-up, or, or that's our evaluation here as of Friday morning. Have a great uh, weekend and a good day. And past results are not necessarily indicative of future results. Thank you.